My guest today is Chris Plant. He's here to talk about his review of Horizon Zero Dawn, The Frozen Wilds. My name is Justin McElroy, and you're listening to Polygon's <laughs> Quality Control. Hey, Chris Plant. Hey. Chris, the plant. Uh Uh-huh. Horizon, Zero Dawn, The Frozen Wilds, The Review, The Podcast, about it. Uh, So here we are to talk about this downloadable content. It's been a grip since Horizon came out, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like it's been, what, six months? Is that? You know the easy way to remember it? It came out about two days before The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh, so God, as long like as that March-ish, feels... right? Uh, oh, yeah, I think right. it's like February 26th, 28th, something like that. Um, so uh, before we get into Frozen Wilds, let's uh, talk about your sort of feelings on Horizon Zero Dawn. What were you sort of bringing, bringing to the review? Uh, this review is kind of in a funky spot because, like I just mentioned, Zelda... I played Horizon Zero Dawn um, before I got my Switch, uh, and I, my immediate reaction was, holy cow, they did it. Guerrilla Games, the makers of the Killzone series, finally has a good franchise on their hands. They took kind of the bits and pieces from all of these open-world, I don't know, action-adventure games, And they made the best uh, thing you could possibly do with all that. They took the kind of sci-fi backstory of Assassin's Creed and they made it make sense. And they kind of warped into the environment in an interesting way. They took uh, the, I guess, kind of like traversal mechanics of other games and actually gave it some weight. I think it feels really nice. It's one of the more beautiful games. Uh, I think the only thing that really surpasses it in terms of open world right now uh, is maybe The Witcher. Um... And the combat was good. That was like the big surprise. So many of these games, you know, you you get the same guns and you shoot the same like robots or humans and it is kind of uh, gross and a grind. And they built their entire game around this hunting mechanic where you would get uh, traps and rope lines and various other uh, weapons to bring down these dinosaur-like creatures or giant birds. Um, It was just... It's a weird game. It's uh, a really compelling game. I think its story, while pulpy, is really well told. I think it has great acting. It just feels really polished. And then Zelda came out, um, and it completely upended all of this. I think the pleasure of Zelda is that it took the Assassin's Creed model and it threw it out a window uh, shamelessly, and it said, well, what if we don't have all this collectathon? and what if... Uh, you gradually become more powerful by accumulating all these various items, and, and we leave a lot of mystery, and there's not a lot of story, and it, it, it is a reputation of Horizon Zero Dawn in a lot of ways. Even weirder, they both are similar looking. They, they both are set in these pseudo-post-apocalyptic worlds in which machines fought some sort of war, and now you are working your way through that graveyard and finding some of those machines. So there were weird comparisons too between the two games of nature merged with uh the mechanical uh technology of of a previous civilization so 
long story short, I, sorry for all that, but that that put me in kind of a weird spot for the DLC because here's this game that I really, really enjoyed when it came out um, that I really feel like just kind of got lost in some way. Critically, I, I, I think it sold relatively well, but still, I don't think... Well it, enough to fund this DLC. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean... <laughs> we can assume. Yeah, I, 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 Sony supports a lot of things. Um, uh, that's, that's fair. Um, I... So I want to talk about my experience a little bit, and maybe you can help me to sort of like contextualize what I experienced because I, sure. uh, I really loved Horizon. I never go and try to like get all the things, but I did like all yeah. the side quests. I got the cool armor that recharges your health with the you know the ancient armor and, and all that garbage. Like I did everything in Horizon. I, I really loved it. Um, and I turned this expansion on, um, mm-hmm. and the first thing. <laughs> The first thing that I did was fight some birds for like 20 minutes because I couldn't remember how to fight or do anything. There are so many systems in this game and you get like it must introduce them fairly organically in the in the main game. But like I tried to turn this thing back on and like relearn all that stuff and it is absolutely impossible i couldn't figure out how to use the map to get to where i needed to go and then when i finally did get to the area where there was new stuff i got my ass handed to me by this huge like fire breathing monster thing um and it really honestly it turned me off so bad that i was like i don't know if i'm actually gonna go back to this or not um how uh how specific do you think that experience was to me or do you think it'll be fairly common i think that is universal i had oh my gosh i won't go into great detail because it's a comedy of errors but i spent too much time just trying to figure out where to start for the dlc because uh, i had been given a heads up that it geographically wasn't a place that it was not <laughs> um and then by the time i got there uh yeah i i had a similar thing where th- there are birds kind of on the path up there and it's like, oh, well, great. Uh, what a challenge to have to learn the controls all over again with arguably one of the most frustrating enemies in the game. I, I liked fighting the birds once I got the hang of it. But wow, is is there a learning curve? Um, and yeah, then you get thrown into this boss fight that I feel like is supposed to be gating uh, the DLC. I think you can maybe sneak past it. But still, that's not how it's framed. And I think the biggest bummer for me, and I'm curious if you had a similar experience or if you even got past the boss fight, but what the boss fight ended up teaching me to do was the thing I, I liked the least about Horizon, especially the end game, is, okay, well, I've grinded all of this ammo. I'm just going to use the essentially a slingshot that throws hyper-powerful grenades that you can buff in a number of ways. And I'm just going to spam this creature with my grenade launcher until it's dead. And that kind of set in motion this really negative path for me, especially at the beginning of the game, where it's like, oh yeah, I forgot. The the easiest way to kill everything is just to like always have ammo for this grenade thing and just brutalize everything and pummel them until there's zero health, uh, which is so much less enjoyable than all the all the combat that was so uh, you know I think I don't know about innovative but creative in in the original game i do think sorry i I said this in the review but i think a lot of people missed this game the first time around i think if you bought this as a whole package and this was just 
one of the final areas on the way to the end of the game. I think it's great, but I also don't know if it's necessary because the game's long. Like yeah, that's a yeah. that's a thing that I, I I had also forgotten. I was looking at the time that I put into this game. I put like thirty five or forty hours into the core game, which for this sort of game is substantial. Yeah, it's weird because you you the gating it is gating like that. You mentioned that monster there. It's like gating for your the difficulty level, but it's like it's only gating if you had been playing the game to this point like there's a gating of numbers and then there's a gating of skill and it's like the yeah. numbers gating for sure you're just not gonna be able to put out the damage you need to bring it down you're not gonna have the health whatever but also like i, I don't remember any of this it is so strange to me to release a game i guess eight months to release dlc eight months afterwards and just assume fluency especially yeah. when the systems are so dense as they are in Horizon. It was it was very off-putting to me, I, I found. And what, what's funny about that, too, is what you're kind of asking for is somewhat of like a tutorial, right? Which is not bad. What's weird is the story of this section. It, it skews very, 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 very closely to the beginning tutorial section of the main game. Um, it is this hey uh, i'm an outsider i need to prove myself i'm going to do the trials um we're going to find a way to collaborate through all of this and then we're going to go fight a big bad um which i mean beat for beat is is the beginning of this game i i, I do want to I, I have one more negative thing that i think we should talk about before we get into like questions and also i, I do want to say some nice things about it but hitting that note on the weapons that I'm not liking weapons that just feel like guns from other games. I would say the biggest bummer for me is you break through this, you finally get going, and then you start winning new weapons to use in the game uh, by completing various missions, and they are essentially like a laser rifle and flamethrowers. And what a drag. Like, the, the game, again, has been so creative, and for the the reward uh, to be... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Here, here's some weapons that, you, you know, they work in other games. They don't really have anything to do with hunting. Um, they are not, they don't require much creative combat. I also just didn't find them especially useful. That was, that was a, a big bummer. And, and I kept thinking that there's a way to modify your weapons with these, um, are they stones? Or like, I don't even know what they are. They're, they're like things that you attach to your weapons. Gems, whatever. Yeah, fill gem slots or whatever. And, I think the thing that I keep coming back to is you can use those to become like ruthlessly efficient in, in murdering fools in this game. You can put three fire gems or whatever in your arrow and essentially light whatever you want on fire. You can use explosion gems on your grenades and have a super powerful grenade launcher. The bummer for me is there are things that are more creative. There's a thing that takes over. It does like mind control and puts an enemy on your side, except it doesn't work on most enemies. And there is the ability to pull off armor, but armor just doesn't matter that much once you're fighting big enemies. And there are the ropes that, you know, bring in, uh, a beast down. But I still found that it required me to do so much to get a beast down, even if I like buffed for it. And then the reward was me going up and, you know, stabbing it and barely bringing down any health. So it, it feels like there are fixes. You know, you could rebalance it to give 
uh, to reward players for using these more creative uh, methods. It, it just, as far as I can tell, it just doesn't motivate you to do that. Uh, I want to talk about some of the nice things about this game uh, yeah. uh, in a second. But first, uh, we're going to take a break to talk about some of our sponsors this week. First up is ZipRecruiter. Are you in need of great talent for your business, but you're short on time? You don't have to get lost in a huge stack of resumes to find your perfect hire. No, no, no. You just need the right tools. Smarter tools. So with ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click. And then ZipRecruiter is going to put its smart matching technology to work to actively notifying qualified candidates about your job within minutes of posting so you receive the best possible matches. It's no wonder that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get quality candidates through the site in just one day. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. You want to try it out? Well, good news. Right now, our listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right. Free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash control. One more time. Try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash control. Also want to tell you this week about Gamefly. You can buy and rent all of your favorite games. The new games, the hot new titles. They got 9,000 titles, but the hot new ones are there too. Madden 18, Assassin's Creed Origins, NBA 2K18, Call of Duty World War II. Uh, all kinds of great new games that you can go enjoy for as little as 54 cents a day, always with free shipping and cancel anytime. You keep the games as long as you want. Once you're done with them, pop them in the envelope and you send them back. There's no late fees or due dates ever. Now they do movie rentals too. So you go to GameFly.com slash quality control right now and you can start your free premium 30-day trial. That's two games or movies out at a time, all for free. You can check that out by going to GameFly.com slash quality control. Um, I do want to talk about some of the nice stuff about this because I think what we're hitting on, before we get to the questions, I think what we're hitting on here is like we really enjoyed this game and we I think we were open to more of this game and it just seems to be a structural issue more than it is an issue of the actual content. Is that fair? Yeah, I think that's fair. I would say the content itself uh, of the DLC it's like a greatest hits of all of the various things you can do in a kind of biome in the game. So there are the general story missions. There are the fetch quest errands that you can run. And weirdly, the, the through line kind of takes you through a, a bit of everything, including something that I really liked uh, in the main game, which were the, I can't remember what they were called. They're essentially the temples from, from Assassin's Creed. Right. Where these standalone areas where you would break in and you would discover factories for the various creatures that now inhabit the earth. Um, and I think the game does a good job of revisiting that, which really stood out for me. Everything else, the story is good. It works. It's fine. Um, that is, it sounds like I'm being hard on it, but really that is better than I think you can say for most games and most DLC. Um, the performances are again fantastic i think ashley birch who plays the lead uh aloy deserves a lot of credit for just how likable that character is um she's just not really like anything else i think we've seen from a video game protagonist and her connection to the mystery in the world i won't get into because of spoilers but 
the way she handles it as an actress and as a character, I think is really interesting. Um, yeah. So uh, I have a question from Brendan. Does any of the new gear offer a significant visual departure? I was disappointed when that hard to get Futury shield armor looked so cool in flashbacks, but translated to just another tribal outfit when equipped. Yeah, not really. Like at least nothing I got you know, completing it, uh, resembled, say, uh, you know, fallout armor. You didn't get any brotherhood of steel type of stuff. You, it still mostly looks similar to what you're familiar with. Um, the game, I I don't know if if I personally have issues with it, but it, it flirts with some weird stuff involving, um, tribal cultures around the world. And I think it, it largely, gets away with it or does a good job of kind of mixing and diversifying all of its sources Mm -hmm. uh, material wise that it pulls from kind of everywhere. But this was the first time where the outfits were like a little on the what what's going on here edge. Mm -hmm. Um, More so for the other characters than for like what your character is wearing. Uh, here's one from Matt. This is uh, why is there never enough slowdown time to actually line up a shot? Stop moving, you dumb flame wolf. I mean, yeah, fair. I, 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 <laughs> Justin, you played Assassin's Creed. Does the this is a separate question? This is just for me. Does the uh, arrow mechanics, like the bow and arrow stuff, does it ever get better? Do you ever get a slow down and like actually in aim Assassin's for somebody? Creed? Yeah. No, I didn't. I barely used the bow. Yeah, see that I I feel like the bow here works relatively well. It just basically incentivizes stealth, uh, and then when it comes to fighting, you know, beasts, yeah, I think I think that's when you pull out the grenades or something else. You have to pin them down and then use the the more specific bow and arrow items. It's such a bummer because it was so dynamic fighting them in the in the in most of the main game. Yeah, I mean. I, I, it's really not so different from the main game. If you felt comfortable with it there, I think you'll feel comfortable with it in the DLC. Uh, it's from Gwen. I really enjoyed my time with Horizon, but didn't complete all the errands or challenges. Is there enough in the DLC for me to warrant $20? I don't necessarily need Witcher 3 DLC caliber stuff, but is the quality comparable with, uh, with the main story and have compelling narrative hooks? Um, I, I can't speak to is it worth twenty dollars that's a tricky question that i kind of leave to people uh to make their own choice what i can say is if you think about uh the core of horizon when you would go into a new biome and it'd be like oh now we're in the desert area and we're gonna have a story that is kind of focused here for a while or now we're up in the mountains or we're in the i guess mesopotamian inspired area i i don't know it's similar to like one of those you get, and you get the entirety of that. You get a good plot of land. You get the main story that has its own twists and turns. You get some side stories that have... The side stories aren't great missions. The design kind of left me wanting. But the writing is some of my favorite writing in the game so far. Um, and then the errands are, are junk. Like, the errands are there if you, like, really like the grind um, just as the errands were there in the original game. Um, cool. Well, uh, Plant, I had one last question before we wrap. It's from Dr. Strange goes to Marguerite DeVille. Go, go figure. Uh, <laughs> uh, are the new machines cool? Are the new machines cool? I want, 
not yeah i mean yeah there, i feel bad i feel they like i'm getting a cool lot of plant. yeah like I, there's like a bear thing you know like they're fine i, I was into like scary birds uh dinosaur creatures th that that's kind of my speed but uh they didn't consult me for this which i mean i get it i'm a busy man i guess i, I guess i lost all the emails um they're fine look I, I i really think the best way to think about this dlc is if you have not played this game now's a great time to try it and i would definitely get this dlc and uh have it as part of your greater experience uh, and then it will be a absolutely massive uh game if you played it and you really really enjoyed it and you just can't wait to have more there's enough here that it is worth it if you played it and haven't really thought about it since i i can't say that this is like the best excuse to come back Great. Well, Plant, thank you so much for your time. And thank you to you at home for listening. We hope you've enjoyed yourself. You can read Plant's review at Polygon.com along with a, a lot of other great stuff. But uh, that is going to do it for us. So until next week, for Chris Plant, my name is Justin McElroy. And thank you for listening to Polygon's Quality Control. Quality Control.